Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am your host of today's episode, and it's one. These are some of my absolute favorites. It is virtual coffee chat time. Are you ready? <laughs> so grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water, grab your pop, grab whatever it is you might be drinking, sit back, and let's have a little coffee chat. What do you say? All right, so these episodes, like I said, they're some of my favorites. Why? Well, because going to coffee shops are some of my favorites. I absolutely love meeting friends at coffee shops. Sometimes I just love going there and working. Um, they're just, I don't know, they're just my vibe, right? <laughs> they are they are so fun. I love them. They're something I've missed a ton over the past year and a half. Um, they are slowly starting to kind of open up back around us uh, in terms of having tables and, and being able to truly go in and work. Um, about a month ago, I actually went for a little bit while my daughter was at a dress rehearsal for her dance uh, recital. And it just, I kind of sat there for the first like 10 minutes, just kind of looking around like, is this real? Am I really here? Am I really getting to, you know, work at a coffee shop? Um, it was just really cool. So I started these, these types of episodes way back. I cannot believe we are already at episode 81. That is mind blowing to me. So before we even get any further in, in this episode, a huge thank you to each and every one of you for inspiring me, to, to motivating me, to encouraging me to keep showing up every week. Um, I still can't believe we are here at episode 81, but I'm loving it. I'm loving, you know, each week bringing you episodes, whether it's with a guest, whether it's just me, um, and I'm hoping you're loving them too. So um, I started these way back when just as kind of like a catch up, right? Just kind of as a way to uh, just chat. And it ultimately was during uh, the pandemic. And so I wasn't able to go to have coffee with friends. And so I figured here's the next best thing. I've got lots of friends out in podcast land. So let's have a virtual coffee chat. What do you say? So we're going to dive on in. And the first thing we're going to talk about is how are you? No, really. <laughs> How are you? I went live this morning in my Creative Connections group, which is my monthly mentorship. And that was my question to them too. Before I even dove into the purpose of the call or the purpose of the live, it was, how are you? And those educators in that group that, that show up each month for coaching, they know fine does not cut it. So if you're listening to this and you are thinking, or you may be answered with, I'm doing fine, I want you to rethink that <laughs> and I want you to go deeper. I want you to go beyond fine and I want you to honor what are you actually feeling? Because here's the thing, guys, growth happens when we reflect on our thoughts, our feelings and our actions at a deeper level. If we constantly stay at the surface, we're going to always be at the surface and I want you to go deep. I want you to grow. I want you to want to grow, right? Knowing how you are feeling is essential to your growth. And, you know, currently right now in my morning routine, I am reading The Greatest Secret and whole, it is it is mind blowing to me. You know, again, I, I have a pretty good baseline understanding of universal law and law of attraction and mindset and all these things. And 
this book has me, oh my goodness, I, I cannot stop thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm learning things that just in different ways. So definitely stay tuned. Once I finish the book, I'm going to be doing probably honestly a series on the book because I don't even think I could capture it in like one episode. It's that good. So, uh, but stay tuned. So I'm going to, but why I bring it up now is because it is all about awareness. Okay. And that's really what I'm getting at. When you answer the question, how are you? It's okay to take a split second and actually tune into yourself and get aware of how you are feeling. You guys have heard me talk about the four A's on the podcast before, but if you're new here, these are four A's that I live by. Awareness is the first. We cannot do anything until we are aware. And we are always, the key that's, that's important to recognize is we're always aware but it's whether we are consciously aware. That's really what I want to talk about, you know, or what I want you to think about in this instance. I want you to be aware that you're aware, <laughs> okay? I want you to be aware of your awareness, if that makes sense. But ultimately, you have awareness, and then you have acceptance. You accept where you're at. You accept your, your current state as your current state. That state does not define you. That state does not make you who you are. It is simply how you are responding to your environment at that point in time, okay? Then we acknowledge, is it serving me? Is this what I desire to be feeling? Is it getting me closer to what I want or is it holding me back? We acknowledge which direction are we going and where, am I, where do I want to get to? Where do I desire to be? Okay, what state do I desire to be in? And then, then you take action, my friends. See, so often we jump into action first without doing those first three A's. And that is what I call the merry-go-round of life. You are doing things, you're changing horses, you're going up and down. But at the end of the day, you are going in circles. You are spinning in circles. So what if you hop off the merry-go-round and you experience the whole park? But you experience the whole park, which is life, because you want to, and you do the things you desire to do because you're aware of why you're doing what you're doing. That's where the magic happens, my friends. That is why the transformation happens from the inside out, not the outside in. So I know, long-winded answer to how are you, right? You're gonna second, you're gonna stop for a second now before someone asks that or after someone asks that and you're gonna say, holy smokes, that's a loaded question. <laughs> but it really is because we're so programmed to say, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm busy, right? Pay attention for a day. If you're at school, ask, ask people, ask your students, ask your colleagues, ask your administrators, how are they doing? And do a little like tally, carry like a post-it around with you and do a little tally. How many people say like fine, busy, or good? Or those kind of what I call basic surface level responses. See how many people say, I'm feeling really stressed right now. I'm feeling excited. I'm, I am loving this moment, right? We don't hear it all that often. So I want you to pay attention, but I also want you to start being the modeler. I want you to model those pieces. When someone says, how are you? I want you to say, I'm great. If you're great, I want you to honor how you're feeling, okay? All right, so that is what we would chat about first. And so I'm gonna ask you again, and I want you to be honest with yourself. How are you feeling? How are you doing? All right, the second thing I gotta share, this is my own personal celebration, and so thank you in advance for letting me celebrate this with you, but I am one paper away from completing my admin certification, and I'm kind of laughing because as I'm looking at my notes for today's episode, I, in all honesty and true transparency, I thought I would be done by now. My goal was to write this paper by last night, and it just didn't happen. My body and my mind were not in sync, and it was... 
I was forcing this paper to, to be written and it just wasn't good. I wasn't enjoying it. What I was putting on paper was not my best work. Um, it is not due until Monday. So I had time. So I walked away and I had some family time instead. Um, I know it will get done because it always gets done. I always find a way. That's a standard that I live by. And it's just not worth forcing it. You guys know that I don't fake it. I don't force it. I feel it. So if I'm not feeling it, then there's a reason for it. And so you, you create space, you allow grace and you walk away. All right. So, but I can celebrate. I am done with classes. So last May, May of 2020, I started admin classes and I've been in them ever since. Um, but I just finished this past Monday and it was, it was, it was just wonderful. <laughs> That's the word that comes to mind. I'm so proud of the growth that I've made over the last 15 months um, and just who I am as a leader, again, from the inside out. And, you know, my quote the last couple of weeks has been leadership is an inside job. And I truly believe that to be true. And so I'm just really excited. And what I wanted to really share, though, about celebrations is Sometimes when we celebrate, we limit ourselves to just verbal celebrations, right? We share it out. Maybe even on social media, we share it out. You guys know I do weekly posts on Fridays to get you guys thinking about your celebrations. But I also want to remind you that, you know, it is okay to do the external things as celebrations too. Um, you know, I got some news a couple weeks ago. We went out and, and celebrated as a family. We went out to our favorite family, you know, restaurant. Um, you know, sometimes Kaylee and I will go get ice cream as a celebration. Now it doesn't always have to be food. It doesn't always have to be an item. I'm not saying, you know, this is not an always or never situation, but I just, just kind of monitor yourself, right? Like don't get stuck in a rut, so to speak. Don't always celebrate the same way. Ask yourself, how do I want to celebrate the hard work that I just did? Um, and what is it that, you know, I'm, that I want to, to celebrate or how is it that I want to celebrate? Okay. All right. Third piece that I want to share with you. And this is kind of a define you update, but I'm going to process it through with you because I want you to see the mindset piece. It's kind of like a little, it's a sharing and a coaching all in one exercise. So I have been, if you get my weekly emails uh, over the past few weeks, I have been sharing that Ignite Your Legacy, which is my 12 week signature course is being launched later this month. That's the month. That's the, the week that I, you know, or the date that I went with, I was ready. And I got to be real, guys. I got to be honest. Something within me was telling me it's not the right time. Now, you might be wondering, like, how did you know, right? How do you know that? And it's the simple answer is, and it's a really, it's a complex answer too. It was in my gut, okay? So I have been doing this work for four years now. So I'm pretty in tune with what my body is telling me. When I'm feeling things that are like a heck yes, like we're, like go, full speed ahead, let's go. I feel it right in like my mid, mid stomach, ultimately, like right above my belly button, just to, you know, be a little weird, <laughs> right above my belly button. It feels like butterflies, right? There's still that nervous energy, but it's excitement. When I'm feeling something that's like a whole, oh, maybe it's time to pause. Let's slow down a little bit. I'm not so sure about this. I feel it basically underneath my belly button. I feel it in the lower part of my, my abdomen, like truly in my gut. Okay. And that's where I've been feeling it. I have been feeling this pull of, I don't know. And it, and I don't go much further than that, right? I don't need to know the exact reason that the universe or my energy is telling me this isn't the right time. I just need to hear it. I need to be aware of it, right? We talked about awareness and I need to trust it. And I need to honor that pausing 
is different than stopping, right? I am putting this on pause. I'm not saying never again am I going to run this course. I'm just saying right now is not the right time. And honoring, you know, when is the right time, that is so critical. Again, remember, I'm not faking it. I'm not forcing it. I am feeling it. If I were to run this course, I would be faking it and forcing it. And that, as, as the client, I, that is no, that is not okay with me. That does not align with my values, right? I mentioned my values, one of them is authenticity. I have got to keep it real. And if I don't, then I'm not living into my values, okay? So, but I want to talk about something that's important here. And I think that's the concept of disappointment, right? So some of you might be wondering, right? Like, aren't you afraid that you're disappointing people? And in all honesty and with all the love in my heart, my answer to that is no, I'm not. And here's why. If I ran this program because I thought I should, right? There's that key word. If I thought I should, well, then I'd ultimately be disappointing myself. And Define University is only successful when I show up as myself, when I am, a, when I am authentic. See, if as a leader, I'm not living my values, that I'm not showing up as the coach that I want to coach in this program, that I want to be in this program. But what about integrity to my word? We talk about that a lot, right? Sticking to what you say. And that is essential. That is true. It's also why we've got to be mindful and careful about what it is we put into the world, right? We could use an example with students. Don't tell students you're going to do something that you cannot follow through with. I am learning, relearning that lesson right now. Yes, I did put out into the world that Ignite Your Legacy was going to happen. But at the end of the day, I have a choice to make. And I would rather say, you know what? I am not ready at this point than to do it and not, and not be authentic in the delivery, okay? So, you know, I can't go back, but I can make necessary changes right? I can make those changes and then I trust, there's my favorite five-letter word, trust in the energetic decision that I made. And I'm always okay with that because I made it. And no matter what, I have that level of confidence. See, I believe that when you have the level of confidence in who you are, other people's opinions are going to affect you less and less over time. It's honestly, it's no longer a concern because you know you come first. And that did not happen overnight. Again, I have been on this journey for four years. And I am now confidently saying in August of 2021 that no, disappointing others over disappointing myself is not going to happen. I am going to pour into myself so I can pour into you with that much more energy. But if you were someone that was looking forward to this launch, do not fret. Things are coming. All right. I'm super excited. I have been kind of brainstorming over the last couple of weeks, whether you are new to Define University or you are one of my amazing kind of veteran crew members. Uh, we've got new things coming down the pipe this fall. So stay tuned for all of that. And if you are interested in, in joining Define You, joining the movement now, uh, don't forget, there's always one-on-one -on -one coaching available, uh, or I should say there are two spots each month available. So right now I am open for September. Um, and there is the monthly mentorship, Creative Connections, which is $19 a month, gets you at least five coaching calls, um, the exclusive webinar, just all the things. So if you're interested, just check out the website or send me a message, send me a DM and let's chat. So 
All right, I got one more thing to cover with you on our virtual coffee chat. And um, so I had the opportunity, I'm pretty excited, later this month, um, a blog that I wrote, um, and it's for Allie, who is uh, at misbehavior.com. Okay, if you guys don't know Allie yet, um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce her last name. It starts with an S. Um, go check out her website. She does amazing things with behavior, SEL, um, putting kids' needs first, uh, dynamic. I love her resources. Um, and she, I'm getting to know her personally too. And, and it's just amazing. So, um, I have a blog coming out on her site in uh, later this month, and it's ultimately about five strategies that help me find relief from the overwhelm. You guys know that's what I, we do here at Define You. We help you find relief from the overwhelm, um, truly the simple and easy way. So I'm gonna share with you what is in that blog. And then certainly I will be sharing out the blog once it's out in the world, um, in case you wanna use it with your staff, with yourself, you know, you, you'll have access to it. So here's kind of the premise. It's really finding relief from all the overwhelm. Um, I went through the lens of a special education teacher, although these will work for anybody. They will work for a school leader. They will work for a teacher leader. They will work for a gen ed teacher, related service, mental health provider, you name it. They're going to work. Okay. So the first is language swaps. And this should be a no brainer to you guys that define you. You know, that's what I'm constantly talking about. Um, but ultimately, finding relief from the overwhelm, I learned that by using different words in both conversation and in my own personal thoughts, right? I've learned through the law of attraction, right, that what I think truly comes to experience. So I, I learned that if I had the thought that I have to be overwhelmed, well, I'm going to find reasons that I'm overwhelmed. So we make language swaps. Instead of I have to, I need to, or I should, we're going to change it to I get to, I choose to, I love to. Okay, so instead of I need to go to this IEP meeting, it becomes I get to go to this IEP meeting and I get to advocate for my student. Sounds so different, right? And we literally changed like two words, okay? So change your language, change your thoughts, change your life. <laughs> you guys have heard me say that before. Second one is put a mirror in your classroom. All right, put a mirror. Mirror is one of my favorite tools. Guys, classrooms, schools, buildings, they can be stressful. We know that. Emotions can be high. Energy can be even higher. So personally, I love a mirror for several reasons. One, I personally, I wear my emotions on my face. So if we're together, you're going to know if I'm a little like confused. You're going to know I'm, I'm certainly something I'm working on, but I'm not great yet. I show it really quickly. So placing a mirror in my room helped me to catch myself during those facial expressions. All right. The other piece that I love having a mirror is because it allows you to see yourself. It's the, the constant reminder every day of who you are. It gets to remind you of what you value most, which hopefully is you. Because <laughs> remember, you cannot show up for them if you're not showing up for yourself first. The third strategy I have is to involve your students and staff. See, I always held and I can do it alone mentality or I need to do it alone mentality. But what I found out is doing things by myself ultimately led to me being all by myself. And I didn't like that. I didn't want that. I want community, right? Like you guys know it's a value of Define You is community. I wanted people around. So use jobs, use checklists, use visuals. Because with a visual, kids can do things too. And visuals also really help your parents, okay? And really help support staff. Take pictures of what you want something to look like. Do checklists. Give examples. Okay, but involve your students and your staff. Do not do it alone. Fourth thing is to own 
your classroom. Listen to me loud and clear. Stop whatever you are doing right now and listen. Be proud of your room. I'm going to say it again. Be proud of your room. Don't compare it to the classroom next door or the classroom down the hall or the classroom in the other school that everyone keeps talking about. Celebrate your room. Love your students. Be proud of the community that you are building one day at a time with your students and the staff in your room. You are their teacher for a reason and they are your students for a reason too. You have an opportunity to learn from them as they learn from you and my goodness, do not lose sight of that powerful interaction, those powerful moments in your classroom, okay? No more comparing. The last thing is multi-use tools, right? We know the simpler, the better. <laughs> so don't have different tools for every different thing. Find tools that can work in a multitude of ways. So some of my favorites include like a small dry erase whiteboard, post-its, colored paper, right? Those tools can quickly turn into a contingency map, a token board, mini schedule, positive message. They can just be something to draw on, right? They are, they are simple. You always have them around. They are, they are another great example of a small, simple, and strategic strategy. So I always love to say, sometimes my strategies, sometimes the things that I share are a little unconventional and they are intended to be that way. Because here's the thing, finding relief from the overwhelm that can come from our profession can only come, that relief can only come when you learn to honor who you are as the educator that you are. Looking within to trust who you are is essential. You cannot do it without it. So, so many strategies out there, and there's millions, guys. These are not the only five. You can do one Google search guaranteed in less than a second. You will have millions of options. So many strategies, though, they focus on the students. And I want, my passion lies in inspiring you, the educator that you are, to find value in who you are, because then you can serve your students. You see the difference? When you lose sight of who you are, you will be serving and serving and serving, and you will be on the hamster wheel and you will get overwhelmed. I guarantee it because I lived it and I see it, okay? But when you can ignite your fire from within, when you can find value in who you are within, well, then you can figure out and remind yourself that you are the best tool in your toolbox. You are the best tool there is for your students. I'm going to say it one more time. You are the best tool for your students. You got it? Good. All right, you guys, that is what I've got for today. I so hope you love this episode. I feel like I got a little fired up, which I love. So I'm hoping you loved it too. If you did, would you please do me a favor? I want to get Define University in the hands or I guess the ears of as many educators as possible. So if you would please take a few minutes on Apple Podcasts and rate, review, subscribe, and then share it out. Make sure to tag me so I can see you. Um, and let's get the Divine University, Divine University message out to as many educators as we kick off the 21-22 school year. So please know I am always here for any mindset needs that you might have. Let me know. Don't ever hesitate to reach out. And you can head right to my website, Define University, Y-O-U, defineuniversity.com. And um, Click on the contact page and you can reach right out to me or you guys know on any social media platform, you can go ahead and send me a message, send me an email. I would love to connect with you and hear how things are going this school year for you. All right, you guys, 
Uh, that's like all I got for today. I will see you same time, same place next week, right here on the podcast. Until then, keep on loving who you are, trusting who you are, owning who you are, and those will help you define who you are each and every day. Have an amazing week ahead, and I'll talk to y'all soon.